When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Take off your jackets and pick up your rackets, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Pete's here. Hello, Marcus. Hello, Jim. Hello. Luke's not here. uh, Not hello, Luke. No. Goodbye, Luke. See you soon. blonde beauty is not with us this week. No. She'll be back next week. But don't you worry, ladies and gentlemen, the three of us beggars will soldier on. I nearly called us something else there. Buy me, O'Reilly. That's Craig Gardner. That would have been... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> off, off the leash, Marcus Speller. I know. Well, I've got to step up. Somebody needs to fill those uh, formidable shoes. Bed, bad and beyond. That's <laughs> what your live DVD would be called. <laughs> the Marcus Speller right story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Carrick recently said in an interview that he loves Formula One racing and would love to give it a go. Who from the football sphere do you think would be a good racing car driver, Jim? Uh, well, um, I would go for Lee Catamull. In this in this scenario, but as a kind of banger racer, because <laughs> I mean Lee Catamol is basically a crash test dummy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He sort of seems to approach life with that kind of abandon, where the, the idea is just smash into as much stuff as possible. He puts his life on the line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think as, he'd be an amazing banger racer. He'd, he'd love the old bumper cars. Yeah, of course he would. Oh, that'd yeah. be that'd be nothing. He'd have so bumper training. cars just for fun in his garden. Like, <laughs> just a but, destruction derby, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Stock and car if, racing. And if the cars got 
tangled up a bit and, and mashed up and they, they couldn't go anywhere. He would just get out and just start two foot in the, the car next to it. Absolutely, yeah. He would, yeah. he would tackle cars if he had to. <laughs> yeah, I like, <laughs> definitely. I like where you took that question, Jim, mm. and made it your own. Friend of Trucosaurus Lee Cutmore. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I can imagine, you, you know, that, do you remember that guy that won the lottery and gave a million quid to Rangers? Yeah. The Scottish guy. Yeah. Won nine million quid on the, on the lottery and basically spent it all on Stella, Rangers and banger racing. And he actually <laughs> brought the house prices of his local area down because he spent most of his money on putting like a banger racing track in his garden. <laughs> and then just destroyed it all, and then now he's just a normal man again. Mm. Um, so yeah, th- there's a tale yeah. for those listening. I mean, just get a big garden, innit? I mean, you don't really yeah. do massive amounts to it, do you? Just well, get just a clearing. Some. The National Lottery tagline, if it still is this, it shouldn't be, it could be you, it should be, it could be anyone. Yeah. <laughs> lottery <laughs> yob. Indeed, indeed. I'd love to be a lottery yob. Mm. <laughs> really. You nearly are, in a yeah. way. You, yeah, yeah Lotto Lout Pete Donaldson. Lotto Pete Donaldson. got a ring to it. <laughs> He got, addicted to, he got addicted to something really low rent, like poppers or something. <laughs> <laughs> hippie crack. Hippie crack, yeah. Hippie crack. <laughs> oh, oh, loud. Pete Donaldson in hippie crack shock. I can definitely see You'd that. You'd be an awful piece of work if you had 10 million quid in your pocket. I've used so much hippie crack, my lungs can't even process oxygen anymore. <laughs> I can only do ether. Yeah, I actually need this. <laughs> to, <laughs> to stay alive. Really high, to, st- to stay alive. <laughs> I also actually think, on, on this question, I think... Um, the Newcastle squad in some sort of wacky racist style scenario would be fun, wouldn't That'd it? Be yeah, just to see that. I know it would be Dick Dastardly. Who? Uh, who Mike, Mike Ashley. Big, you know, big, big Mike Ashley. Da- Dashley. It doesn't work. Big fat man. <laughs> <laughs> or if it was a uh, Mario Kart scenario, obviously it'd be Donkey Kong, wouldn't he? Yeah. Or Bowser. Bowser. Donkey Kong is. Um, he's not evil or um, nice, is he? Donkey yeah. Kong. He's, Donkey cut, he's, Kong, very, he's, he's in the middle, isn't he? He's an exploited ape, isn't he? He's in the middle. Jaws became in the James Bond franchise. Okay. Is it a franchise? We don't have time to answer James that. Bond is very much a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> really, I just thought they happened like, to, you know, this is going well, this, we'll carry on doing it. <laughs> like Specsavers or uh, Starbucks. <laughs> very much a franchise. Yeah, you can do your own one. You know, you've got the capital. <laughs> Pete. Uh, I am going to go for David, please. <laughs> <laughs> For, for reasons younger I don't listeners, think he's going to win that race. Yeah, you either, get that, speed. You, for you either get that or you don't. Do young, it. Younger listeners can Google it, maybe. <laughs> I think. There we go. <laughs> just move on, Marcus. Yeah, you know, I, just, I, just, I, just, I, yours, I really should. Yeah. I was going to go for former Spurs, Newcastle, and Ireland man Stephen Carr. Nice. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. yeah. At nice least it and, was short. It's yeah. nice and simple. Actually, um, it's some sort of cannonball run style thing involving <laughs> just like, I don't know, a nominated player from every Premier League team racing to Wembley would be good. Yeah. Um, Paul, Paul War Exhaust Hurst. Paul War Hurst. <laughs> you can't no. Wow. That. No. No chance. It's better than your job you did last week. Mm. No, Noel Whelan. <laughs> yeah, all right. Good. We should have thought. All right, better than his. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or I thought um, Diego Melito because he plays for Racing Club. Yeah. Race, racing Club. <laughs> yeah. You know what I, mean? Just, I mean, I mean, you thought of this question. That's yeah, the very real tragedy. That's true. You had a lot younger than us to think of things. Yeah, I t- I tend to prefer other people to answer my questions. Yeah. <laughs> Luke's has been better than yours this week. As yeah, well. that's true. Yeah. Luke gets the points. Luke gets the points, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's right. um, uh, there we are. There were no points um, in the FA Cup semi-finals because that's not how knockout not how cup competitions Although work. Wayne Bridge still got that wrong that time, didn't he? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. Chelsea went through in a semi-final, I think, of the League Cup and he said he was delighted to get three points. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> he's, he's just clearly clicked autopilot. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably Jeff Shreves and he was like, oh, Gordon Bennett. <laughs> Click. <laughs> you know, um, um, yeah, Aston Villa. Yeah, Aston Villa two one against Liverpool. 
credit where credit is due. Oh, absolutely. Sure would set them up very well. Yeah, I mean, weirdly... He set them up well. Villa always raise their game against Liverpool. They seem to love playing against Liverpool. Mm. And, uh, and it was the case again, wasn't it? Because oh. it was the battle of the 90s forces when Villa were, like, good yeah, against right. Liverpool when I, they were good. Yeah, mm. I, I remember, like, do, do you remember Villa and Norwich one season were, like, vying for the title? <laughs> yeah. Was that 93? 93? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a long time ago, so it is thinkable. Well, I guess, but, you know... Not like it was four years ago. But, yeah, all right, but I'm just... You know, what I'm really terrified by is the um, inevitable... You know, onward march of time. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. That's we like still pretend really ourselves as young. I still pretend that you know the ninety four ninety five season was like ten years ago, <laughs> and yeah. it really isn't. In my head, nineties TV looks exactly the same as now, and then you actually see it, you think, "Oh my, oh my god, that's what my brain thought the eighties looked like." Mm. <laughs> should we Should we mention the game? Yeah, yeah if you want to talk about the game, that's that'd be right. great. So yeah, Villa were superb. They but, um, played well. Liverpool can legitimately find themselves quite hard done by though I think Fabian Delph was very lucky not to give, a, give away a penalty in the first half and Mario Balotelli was very clearly onside when he scored late on I know the whistle had gone but mm. from, from there you think he's probably going to bury that anyway so yeah I, I, I know you, uh, yeah of course decision, decisions change games obviously but they weren't given no, and Villa were excellent. I mean, Roger yeah, said himself they were, yeah. they were they were outplayed, and uh, and Villa certainly have a, had a lot more um, energy and, and zip and game yeah. plan yeah, yeah, about I mean, them. Yeah, more than anything else, they just look more up for it. I yeah, think. Just, yeah, it was a kind of um, going through the going through the um, uh, motions for Liverpool at Big, certain times yeah, during the match. Definitely. And, I mean, it's just through the cut run as well. They sort of fudged their way there. They had replays against Bolton and Blackburn, and they weren't convincing in the in the mm. wins in in the replays either. And you're right, you know, Villa looked way more up for it. And Tim Sherwood said after the game that, like, the players, they could sense that the fans believed in them. They sensed they, they felt the fans could do them. That really spurred them on. And, I mean, you know, we, people talk about the effect of a new manager and it looked like it wasn't going to happen with Tim Sherwood. But, my God, yeah. they're in an FA Cup final. It's like proper doom and gloom, like, what, two months ago? Sure. Maybe I mean, well, imagine that. rescuing your season and finding yourself at Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. And mm. then you can come back again. There was no pitch invasion <laughs> there, like we predicted. Yeah, now Notoriously difficult at Wembley with the way the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the set up cleverly. It's a, sh- it's a shame. It is a shame. Uh, well, I'm sure the stewards didn't think it was a shame, Jim. No. Mm. Um, spare a thought for them. Uh, I mean, yeah, Sherwood, the way he set them up with, with sort of five in the midfield with, I suppose, Grealish and... Uh, Grealish? That's what <coughs> Grealish. Uh, and in Zogbia. Um, insomnia and uh, <laughs> Bobby Robinson uh, behind Benteke and cleverly and, and Westwood sort of shoring up things and, and Delph being everywhere. Yeah, but they, I think it was on, it was probably on uh, BBC highlights where they highlighted the fact that they had a kind of triangle slightly towards the the upper left of the pitch where Liverpool had, I think it was Markovic playing right wing back and yeah. Chan was the right side of a three. Mm. And I always think Chan is wasted in there because he's an excellent ball-playing midfielder. Yeah. And actually, if he's going to be in... Having a good season, though. Oh, he's having a good season, yeah, despite that. But I like him. I like him. I think he's, I think he's pretty good when he's in the middle of a three so he can play the ball out. Mm. He's still decent there, don't get me wrong. But, but Villa really went for that and Sherwood's obviously spotted there a bit of weakness in there. And they, my goodness, they exploited it. And Grealish, you know, again, giving a 19-year-old who only made his Premier, the first Premier League start a couple of weeks ago... The, um, I suppose the encouragement, and that's where you've got to give Sherwood a bit of kudos. Actually, as, as loath as maybe one or two of us in the room are to say mm. that, that a player like Grealish, at that age, players are different. But simple instruction is probably 
the best way, but also yeah. a lot of encouragement and give them a lot of self-belief, and he's done that. And that, yeah, that man does not need any self-belief instilling it in me. He's, <laughs> he's an arrogant child, but he's a very talented, arrogant child. Yeah. And I'll well, ignore the fact that you confused your Kinnear and uh, Bobby Robson a little bit oh, earlier on, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> but we'll step Which one foot in Which is quite ironic, there. really. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, but um, one thing I have to say um, on Grealish, Aspria-esque um, sock work. Yes. Like, <laughs> incre- yeah. like the, I don't know how big his shin pads are, but they must be postage stamp sized. Mm. I'd be if I was a, if I was a manager, I'd be like, you, you need bigger shin pads. Yes. They're too small. But footballers like that. They like to to have the smaller ones just to, to slip in mm. and out. I know, but like they, they look, they they can't be anything to them. Mm. I'm just yeah. worried about That's his shins. Surely a risk. You're a little yeah. bit worried yeah. of an early injury yeah. to the young lad. Well, well, could end his season and his career. Mm. He's not careful. A, a player like that. I mean. It can go two ways with a young player, can't it? Especially at a big occasion like that. They could absolutely freeze and mm. just not be prepared for it at all. Or just sort of the blind euphoria of, of youth uh, can carry you through it on all those amazing endorphins and hormones pumping through your brain that you're just discovering. And that's clearly what happened. Well, I can't, I can't, Timmy I can't, Sherwood I has obviously <laughs> pumped him full of them. Got him full of, got him full of his pubescent <laughs> hormones. hormones. Um, they, they, I just like the fact that I can't remember who said it on Twitter, but somebody was um, sort of uh, tweeting that he tried to sign Grealish when he was like, like seven or eight or something like that, really young. Katie Hopkins, um, that was. Say again? Katie Hopkins. Come <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on. I was going to uh, use him as a chimney sweep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, he basically said that he wouldn't go anywhere other than Villa. So it's just nice wow. that he's like, him and his dad are just like massive Villa perverts. Villains. and he's, uh, <laughs> That's great. You don't have to use the word pervert. Perverts, deviants. <laughs> you have to, you have to be a deviant to fall yeah. Aston Villa at the moment. Yeah, the villains yeah, are deviants. <laughs> they tend to be, though. Stupid, don't they? Uh, Some I, villain is missing its deviant. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but as you said, Jim, though, the, uh, playing a young player, does he look out of place or is he going to flourish? Compare that to Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, I mean, it's, you, you're seeing his age now, aren't you? He's 35. Mm. I believe his birthday's coming up at some point soon. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's, n- it's not been covered much, has it? Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, he's 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 uh, everybody was obviously banging on about this potential of him playing in the final on his birthday and it being his last game for Liverpool mm. and it all being heroic and him scoring a screamer from a million yards out or whatever and like just. Everyone wants that sort of fairy tale to mm. to happen because we've seen Gerard do that so much, but it just doesn't look like, like he's got it left in him, does it? But, but do you think Rogers played Gerard because of the I sentimental? Think so. I think he bought the hype and he he gave him way too much of an advanced role that he just he didn't really flourish in. Because hmm. I mean, you know, they they were always really going to play Arsenal in the final. Although we'll come to that in a minute. Where yeah. well, I say always, but to play Gerard in the final against. Arsenal, you couldn't understand if he's not going to start him there. But against Aston Villa, a game they're expected to win. Maybe he thought, well, we'll, we'll definitely get him yeah. a start. I, I, mean, I don't part really... of it as well is yeah. like, Sturridge is out. Um, you know, he clearly doesn't trust Ricky Lambert, particularly not in that sort well, yeah, of well, occasion. So I mean, he's, he's, maybe his hand was forced a little bit. True, Balotelli's brought on at half time. Mm. Does he want to start with no striker? Well, he's done that a number of times though this season. But yes, when you're playing a team that is fighting a relegation battle, yeah. then maybe that is slightly odd. I think part of it as well, though, is that they had Villa had nothing to lose, and they continue to have nothing to lose. Like you know, they'll, they'll take that mentality into the final as well. But there's pressure on Liverpool because they've had such a disappointing season compared to where they wanted to be. That so much was riding on this for them. I think the added sideshow of, of the Gerrard thing probably didn't help at all. No, I think Balotelli's being removed from the. Um 
Player of the Season uh, votes on the website. Really? <laughs> yeah, because, the campaign uh, look, is going Yeah, because loads of Man United and Arsenal <laughs> fans were going on and voting for Balasani, so he's been removed from the running. <laughs> that is... <laughs> Social weird. media. I, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I think it shouldn't be decided by people. It yeah. should be decided by clever, clever clogs. Yeah. Mm. Opta. Uh, yeah, really dry Opta. <laughs> player of the Season. This person did this many blocks for the season. <laughs> yeah. This is a lump. Lee Catamol. Yeah. Some blocks. Um, <laughs> speaking on strange stuff, I heard one today... The player that's completed the most passes in the Champions League this season is um, Juventus defender Chiellini. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's strange, isn't it? But he is a good player. They play a very um, pass-heavy game. Well, obviously, clearly they do, but... <laughs> there a lot of balls. I'll go through him. Um, should he have put Balotelli on, or should he have put Lambert on? Well, La- Lambert, Lambert seemed... It would be... Uh, maybe I'm sort of thinking of slightly more romantic sort of visions of like kind of uh, playoffs and stuff at Wembley. But I'm sort of thinking Lambert just seems like more of a Wembley player than Balotelli for me. I, I think. know what you mean yeah. by do you know that. What I mean? like, Balotelli did okay when he came on, though. Yeah, he, mm. did, he didn't do too badly, but then it, they are very different players, so mm. I suppose it changes the style of play. But bringing on Lambert with a, a minute or two to go when clearly they weren't getting anything out of the game, yeah. I find a little bit. I found yeah, that just a little... see what happens, isn't yeah, it? There's I mean, not much of a thought behind it. Yeah, but then just, 2 1 down. You know, an FA Cup semi-final slipping out of your grasp. What, what can you do? But mm. then I, I do find it funny with with some managers who are afraid to just think, "Sod it, we are getting nowhere." And they were getting nowhere, Liverpool. Yeah. And they don't just go for quite a basic tactic. Put Sterling on one of the flanks, get down the flipping byline, and whip one in, and get Lambert to put his head on the ball or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there are worse tactics than that. Are you, I mean, you, going back a few years when Mourinho was playing, um, uh, his Chelsea team were playing Liverpool in the semi-final of the Champions League at Anfield, the famous mm. uh, ghost, goal. ghost goal that uh, Luis Garcia scored. Or not. Yeah, indeed. I'm, I'm convinced that when Mourinho parked the bus last season to spoil Liverpool's um, Premier League title mm, uh, ambition tilt yes I, I'm convinced it was revenge for that time when <laughs> Liverpool did exactly the same thing in the semi- that yeah, semi-final yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised and, but he resorted to putting Robert Hooth up front mm. to try and get flick-ons mm. you can't handle the Hooth <laughs> <laughs> well they did Jim Mine says that a lot oh okay well you should have watched that game mm. um, and then it was like watching Belgium in uh, the World Cup against yeah. Argentina when they were getting nowhere and you can I, I suppose maybe a manager thinks Oh, it's just Hazard gets an ounce of room or something. But again, like, you just try and yeah. get Fellaini's head on it. <laughs> I mean, it worked for Van Hal enough times this season. So that's why I thought he should have maybe brought on Lambert earlier. But then yeah. it's all ifs and buts, isn't it? But, but, but Villa, no, you can't take anything away from them. No. Benteke's De- finish yeah. as well. I mean, that's the kind of goal you, you can only score if you're if you're in that sort of form. Because the, the technique was just automatic. To, to you know The way he angled his foot before he struck it... It's beautiful and, and not injured. I mean, he, he was out for a little while, and it's kind of um, it's and he missed out on. He did miss out on the World Cup, didn't he? He did, did miss out on the World Cup before. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he got that. It was a cruciate, wasn't it? And he was out for such a long time, and it takes such a long time to recover from a, an injury like that. It takes a good, you know, like almost a year to kind of hit hit the ground running in the same way that you did when you start a match. Um, you know, well, look at Falcao. I know that was yeah. probably yeah. a worse injury, but still at a worse time. But yeah, you might see a better. You might see a better um, season out of Falco next season. Mind you, I mean, look at him in that match that we just saw just then, goodness me, yeah, over yeah. the weekend. Um, but it, it's strange to think that Aston Villa only scored, what, 12 goals in the league or something for, what, you, you know, yeah. up until Christmas or whenever that, that ridiculous stat mm. would get run out. You, we forget that now, don't we? Yeah. It's all, Sherwood it's all has... Gone. I mean, OK, they're still in the relegation running. You know, we've... we've 
I had a little joke from uh, the aforementioned Luke Moore about his percentage win. Blah, 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 blah. But they're in the final. They are. They're in the final, and they will most likely mm. stay up. So, did you see that the final whistle? Um, the camera obviously. Um, went straight to Steven Gerrard and yeah. just had a big lump of gob on his chin like, you know, that, that sums up his afternoon really doesn't it <laughs> yeah, it's not what you want is it <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, but an Arsenal semi-final win is what you want Jim what, and you an watch Arsenal what got. final win is what yeah. I really want <laughs> now. well we'll deal with that when it comes yeah but uh, yeah Arsenal um, convincing no, no, I don't think we were. Um, <laughs> the, they've, qualified, they've qualified they've they've advanced to a record 19th FA Cup final yeah no, that's um, I think we're We'd, we'd level with Man United on most wins, I think. Mm. Um, so hopefully we can win it, and that'd be that'd be nice. But um, oh, Federici! Yeah, I mean, obviously Chesney had a bit of a howler as well. It's not nearly as bad, but no. um, that's sort of been forgotten a little bit that yeah. he should have done better on that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it wasn't a particularly convincing performance. Reading looked fantastic, but I, I think when you, you quite often hear this in semi-finals when there's a team from a different division playing a Premier League team, and they're like, "Oh my God, look how good they are!" Even though they're they're shit old Reading. So <laughs> they're, they're in the FA Cup semi-final. They got there by by you know going through a lot of rounds of knockout football so you, the, the context is slightly different isn't it when it's when it's the cup because you have that momentum and you know the, the teams are always there because they because they're decent so it was never going to be easy it wasn't easy for Arsenal against Wigan last, last season True. They, they had to weather a storm they, they played really really well and Reading imposed themselves on Arsenal very early and I think I, I wonder if there was a bit of a danger of, of a repeat of Monaco where Arsenal had, mm. had, had just taken it too lightly um, and I, I really worry about that because obviously there's, there's a danger they'll do that for Villa as well because we've beaten Villa 3-0 and 5-0 this season and yeah. I, well, Sherwood wasn't there for that but still the, they were probably two of our best league performances against Villa um, so I, I really hope Arsenal just, just dig in and expect a, a barrage and treat it as if they're playing you know Chelsea or, or United But did you think that Wenger was going to be the first Although manager we'll if we do that <laughs> was going to be the first manager to figure out a way of losing an FA Cup final, a semi-final on away goals <laughs> <laughs> well, he's an innovator, isn't he? So <laughs> maybe, yeah. It's not something I put past him. Yeah, I, I think you make a good point there. When people wonder if atmosphere and occasion and setting get to players and, and can change moods, well, Reading have not had a good season in the championship. Eighteenth, no, no I think they were. They, uh, yeah, certainly, I think they were at the time. I don't know whether that's had a little bit of a shift round since um, the weekend's action. I'm, I'm not Shifty. Sure. Indeed, uh, they've not been good. They've been struggling a bit. Yes, of course, they've got to the semi-final, absolutely. The quarter-final, they beat Bradford, which was a fortuitous draw, but still Bradford knocked out a couple of Premier League teams. And then you come to the semi-final, when, you know, if that was at Reading or Arsenal, you would imagine it to be a different story. Oh, of course. Now, semi-finals are always played in neutral territory, but but there's there's your answer for that kind of stuff. It's, it's It's a game at Wembley. They have a load of supporters with them. The manager doesn't need to say anything to get yeah. the players up for it. Mm. That but roar the, when yeah. you come out must be incredible. But the ex- expectation on the bigger side yeah. is huge. Mm. And so there's perhaps a, an ounce of nervousness. We saw this in the final last year when they when they um, made hard work against Hull. Yeah, 2-0 down. Yeah, because because Hull go into that game, like you said about Villa, thinking, we've got nothing to lose. Yeah, of course. Let is, let's just have a great time. Whereas Arsenal think, OK, let's just... Let's make sure that we take the sting out of the game. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That and that, that's a tough thing to do in that mm. sort of pressure cooker environment. However much you get used to it, you know, you, even players that win a lot of things like that, they probably only have what like. 
ten of those games in their careers. Yeah, like, you know. Well, it, yeah, maybe not even. I mean, that was Reading's first FA Cup final, se- uh, FA Cup semi-final appearance since 1927. Mm. Wow, I think they've only been in two semi-finals in the history of the club, which is strange because they're a big side. Mm. Yeah, they have played in the Premier League. They've they've been a regular side in the Championship over the, you know in recent years. It's an odd one, isn't yeah. it, when you hear those little stats? There's, there's a couple of times where like Arsenal did look overrun a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, just, they, uh, they probably on the back great. foot, kind of backtracking, backtracking. I was like, oh god, like mm. this, it's it's three on one yeah. here. Time. Yeah. What's really telling though is that the um, obviously we got a bit lucky with Sanchez's second goal, but the first goal came from a, a genius pass from Özil mm. and a brilliant bit of play from Sanchez to not just control it, but then put the ball through the goalkeeper's legs. Mm. Like that's what happens when you have players like Alexis Sanchez instead of players like Jovino. You know that's <laughs> that's what's changed about Arsenal in a couple of years. Those two players have that quality where they can just make something out of nothing, and and it's, it is so refreshing to finally see that African mm. Cup of Nations winner Jovino. Yeah, I know he is. <laughs> Call him by his full title, yeah. please. He's Jovino as well, though. Do you remember that? I mean, no, no disrespect to Jovino. He's just the first Sounds player that I can think of. All right. <laughs> I was some... going to say, I think you've okay. respect Let me clarify that. Fuck Jovino. Right? Is that what you want? It's like, it's like, oh, sorry, boss, I didn't shit in your desk. Well, you did. <laughs> well, I didn't mean any disrespect. Didn't mean any disrespect. Yeah, you did, though, didn't you? <laughs> I haven't shat in anyone's desk. Right, okay. Not today. Jury's out on that one. Mm. <laughs> we haven't found it yet. We haven't found whose desk. <laughs> Do you think Vega will play off Spina in the final? In I, I wonder about this, yeah. I, I think, obviously, there's precedent with, with last season when he played Fabianski um, instead of Chesney because he'd been the cup goalkeeper. So I imagine he'll stick with, with Chesney. And he'll want, he'll want to give Chesney some motivation to find his form again and, and you know... You know, show he can be mature because, like, he was he was <laughs> in an FA Cup final. Well, but he did it last season, didn't he, with Fabianski? It's a similar thing, mm. like, because obviously, rate Chesney. Chesney's a very good goalkeeper. He yeah. kept the he kept the joint highest amount of clean sheets last season. He had a fantastic season, but he's and the rest of them just ash on him. <laughs> yeah, well, he, exactly. This is the thing. So, I think the competition for places um, with a goalkeeping position at Arsenal is actually a really healthy thing right now. So, I, I think he will play Chesney. Yeah. Yeah. But the smoking's not healthy, though, is it? No, absolutely not. Okay, well. I think the bigger question is is um, is Sherwood going to keep giving in? Because yeah, he's obviously, nice he's obviously, him, he's obviously been the, um, the the cup goalkeeper, and I think he's mm. thirty nine tomorrow or today or something like that. Yeah, and um, yeah, will, will, will because you, you get to the final, you want to play your best team, but yeah. do you stick with Given, who's you know? Mm. Guzan's been got decent through. this season. Well, that, that goal again. Um, oh, we're probably of Ireland playing. Either way, I no, I'm saying Guzan. Oh, sorry, yeah, uh, Guzan's been, been decent yeah, yeah. in Aston Villa goal this season. He has. He's two syllable Jeed goalkeepers. Do you think this year's FA Cup competition could be? the tournament for tournament goalkeepers then <laughs> just move on are yeah. tournament goalkeepers getting harder, harder to play harder to describe are <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ramos' Ram- links getting harder to comprehend that was a Can question Luke not a link back. <laughs> yeah there we go um, uh, well there we are there's your FA Cup semi-finals round up should we talk about Tim Sherwood bowling over to the BT Sport desk <laughs> oh lads yeah. yeah hello yeah never has the term cock of the walk been more appropriate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he loved it. I'm going to break the convention and be really unprofessional all the time. <laughs> I know he's just got his team to an FA Cup final, but come on. The, de- the desk was there. There was an extra mic that suddenly appeared. Yeah. Or was there actually? I don't think that maybe there wasn't. Con- the convention. Things. Pass me a firelighter, says Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, right, let's go to the Premier League then. Chelsea won Manchester United nil. Oh, God. Van Hal gave up. Funny old interview to poor really, old Guy I like Mowbray. Guy Mowbray. I think Guy Mowbray is an excellent commentator and, and and just very good at his job. And yeah. I, I didn't like him. He being comes across as a yeah. He comes across as a nice. Yeah, if that was Shreves again, yeah. all for yeah, it. Dive in. <laughs> yeah. But 
Yeah, if that was Shree, that's not narky enough. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen that interview, you, you must. You simply must. But it was... Something quite weird as well about seeing Van Hal try to patronise him in his second language, where you yeah. could see he was sort of, like, reaching for the words he needed to bully him a little bit. It was very <laughs> weird. It was, but it was just... He didn't even kind of... It, it was like he was having a go at Mowbray because Mowbray asked stupid questions. Like, he, 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 like he went, oh, well, you didn't want to lose that, did you, Louis? That, yeah. that would have warranted the response that, yeah, that, that yeah. Van Hal but gave. Then, but then you need an opener. You need something. You need to say something. You of can't course. just sort of go, was, was goal bad? <laughs> was game bad, Louis? <laughs> you do a football wrong. Football, <laughs> football bad, sad times for you, Louis. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like that, was it? No, no it's, it's never been like the that. Game no. now. Surely he knows the media game. Yeah. Why I mean, taking it out on Guy Mowbray. He was seriously pissed off, obviously, because they lost. And the fact that he lost to his, uh, you know, former pupil, if you like, Jose mm-hmm. Mourinho. And it was. <laughs> we all knew what Mourinho was going to do. Mourinho, he says, you know, 1 0 is the easiest result to get in oh, football. And, the, and you just knew that Chelsea, they didn't want to lose that game. No. And fair enough. Well, they, yeah, I know it's fair enough. But from the no. neutral point of view, like, at the start of the season, we were all yeah. saying, oh, Chelsea are really exciting now. They've really changed it up. This was apparently something Abramovich wanted. Mm. But Mourinho's Chelsea have just come but back, they've they? They've just ground their way back into <laughs> at, boring big at the games. Business like they have. Yeah, of they've course. Played no, he's some... just seeing it over the line. Of course, the, you can but take nothing away from the, the football they have played. But what I fear is that they will ju- he will just do this now and it will be like it was again. Well, you don't know that, but what I'm saying is they've got themselves in a position. They've built themselves a fortress to defend. Absolutely, and you yeah. and, and it's fair enough. It's a bit like oh, when... It's fucking boring though, Mark. <laughs> yeah, it is, Mark. <laughs> it's fucking boring. It's like I'm... I'm God's advocate. So <laughs> <laughs> like trying to be nice. All right. Terrible. Boring football. Okay, fine. I wanted Manchester United to uh, to break through that defence. Well, you, of course you do. You support Man United. Yeah, of course <laughs> I do. Some people actually think that. I bet they do. Come on, people ask me, do you actually support Man United? And the answer is obviously yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Actually, when I'm in the Stretford end. The Paul Stretford end. All of my sons are my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love everybody equally, mm. um, but yeah, but it was a lovely goal from from Chelsea. The back heel from Oscar. Yeah, when, yeah, when you give has a, 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 a chap who uh, used to play for West Ham, um, he never made it to the first team. And my Odin, his name was who I believe was the first Asian footballer in the Premier League. Yeah, I think British I Asian that. captain in the football. League, oh, right. I think yeah, might, might, might have been. Um, he was uh, he was a coach at West Ham for a bit, and he said, you know the. Uh, on on the board when you got the team sheets and, and the team lineups and all for the coming game that mm. week, you've got notes for each you know about each player yeah. uh, for the for the player who's going to be marking with them who's going to be dealing with them and so I don't know you might have a you know, a little one under a player saying put him onto his left foot don't give him any time on the ball mm. he likes to to turn when he's when he's got it so those kind of loads mm. and all what was written under Eden Hazard was. Do not give him any time or space, or he will destroy you. That was the only thing that was written. Don't yeah. let him get the ball. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Even when the game's over, don't let yeah, him don't go start. near him. Don't look him in the eye. He was, he was PFA young player, twenty fourteen for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's really good at football. Jim. He's not bad at it, is he? <laughs> but the way that he 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 gets that ball from from Oscar and just drives forward and finishes. You just know though, don't yeah. you? Yeah, he's so good at those those. 
those goals. <laughs> those goals. He's great goals. at that football. I mean, those specific types of goals. Another goal he's good, a particular type of goal he's good at is when there's a defender appears and then he just keeps going and then another one appears and he keeps going but it'll just force the space. Yeah. Like, if he goes, has to go sideways, he doesn't care. He can play crab football. Mourinho, he's got that in his locker. Mourinho's got that. I mean, obviously Mourinho shaped him because there was talk of him, Hazard, perhaps leaving when Mourinho took over. Yeah, of course, when he dropped the, him for a bit, didn't he? Yeah, suffering the same fate of one matter, perhaps. But Mourinho... It's such a would oxymoron be the right word to describe the way he moulds players. He makes them. Um, he takes the glide out of the step. I think he just he just he does, but he makes them bruisers. He makes them more effective. It's yeah. weird. Well, so what am I trying to say? He he makes them aggressively creative. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Functionally creative. Functionally I think would creative be the would be. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if that's part of the reason that Cesc Fabregas's form has dropped off, um, or not form has dropped off. He's, he's had not a good scoring. He's, having, he's had a great season, but mm. he's, he's not scoring as many goals as he was. And what when he was playing for Arsenal? Uh, no, no. At the beginning of the oh, season, oh, is he right? He's, yeah. um, he's, he's scored a fair few. He's making a lot mm. of assists, wasn't he? And that's seems to have dropped off a little bit. I wonder if that's because Mourinho's got um, got a role in the team that he wants him to perform in, mm. in a more specific way and he's just sort of tailored it back to that. He put um, Zuma beside Matic. I think he yeah. played Zuma in the, in the cup final against Spurs. You, I mean, from that selection alone, you can see what well, that, that's, that's what I mean. You knew yeah. he was going for the 0-0 or the 1-0. The, the fact yeah. that he said he was going for a 1-0 was a giveaway as well. Did you hear the story that was in... The, the, there was Mourinho quotes attached to the story that... The brother. Yes. <laughs> the twin brother. Fellaini's yeah. twin brother. No. Where, so, yeah, so I think Fellaini's twin brother turned up at the hotel uh, that Chelsea was staying in to pick up some tickets for the actual match. From Eden Hazard. From Eden Hazard, uh, d- dressed in like just normal dress, you know, a couple of hours before kickoff. So mm. the bouncer at the hotel told Mourinho, Fellaini's not going to play because he's just turned up at the, at the mm. hotel, but obviously it was his twin brother. What, to get tickets? To get tickets from Eden Hazard. I, I, don't, I don't know why, I don't know how this happened, they must be friends or something, but, uh, well, I guess they Well, he would know it through Belgium. Belgium. Um, but, um, and so Mourinho went, hang on. Yeah. And the whole quote was him sort of going, hang on. And I had I to do it. He's never out thought by anybody. Yeah, no. he said, I had to do a Google image shirts, and I went back to the um, bouncer and showed him a picture of Fellaini's brother, who looks identical to Fellaini. Well, he's his twin brother. Yeah, he's his twin brother. Yeah, and the same yeah. haircut and everything. You don't have to be identical twins, do you? Yeah, it's the same haircut as well. Yeah. If they weren't identical twins, the story would be even more amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Um, yeah, so, I, I, Luke Shaw had a good match for Manchester United. He yes. He's had a fair bit of criticism, actually, isn't mm. he, for not living up to his £30 million price tag at 18 years old. Um, <laughs> you know, fair enough, isn't it? Um, his age he, he and good... the money that the club paid for him are all his fault. Absolutely his fault, yeah. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Can't, can't but, age quicker. But Manchester United did play well. They did play well, and, yeah, and they they bossed it really, didn't yeah. they? They had the line share. Right but do you not think Chelsea let them? Absolutely, yeah. They just held them off, didn't they? Falcao hit the post. Yeah, <laughs> I really would have loved him to have scored, mm. scored because it would have made the game more interesting. But also, I, I just hate this. That I mean, I know he's not scoring, which is why people are saying it. I don't think people are going out to. To, to be knobs towards Falcao, but just the player he was a year or two ago, you think, oh, come on. I know, because it's, it's recent memory, isn't it, where Falcao was one of the best strikers in the world and one of the most entain- entertaining players to watch. Because mm. it, it wasn't just goals. It, the Atletico Madrid side, he, he did so much for them yeah. up front. He got a lot of assists as well, and it is really sad to just see that that player appears to be gone. And you wonder now if, at his age having had such a serious injury, mm. he will get back to that. Just the, the move to Monaco seemed a really cynical and sad one at the time. It's, yeah. I guess, you know, it's, it's just not worked out. No. The, um, um, according to Louis Van Halle, he was very much fouled in the build-up to Chelsea's goal. I don't think he was fouled. I think it was a really strong tackle for Oh, you Matic. saw it? 
<laughs> you what? That's what he said to my guy. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, I felt really intimidated there. I said, let's see what happened. Oh, well, it's, it's good that you're interested. Yeah. Well, you're taking an interest. That's <laughs> <laughs> my job, you fool. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, dear, oh dear. Um, yeah, I, 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 what I'm looking forward to next season is Manchester United would be more of a force. Not that particularly, yeah. but Mourinho versus Van Hal. Yeah, it's I mean, looking, we could have a lovely little rivalry. It's on, isn't it? It's. I mean, um, Arsenal still have to play Chelsea and Man United. So I mean, United could finish second feasibly. Yeah. Um, and it's that, that would be a huge achievement given the, the beginning of the season they had and how everyone was sort of going. Ah, ha, 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 ha. United is still rubbish and they're never coming back to what they were. I mean, they, they're definitely going to finish in the Champions League and it's just. Ugh. But, they're back, but aren't would, they? <laughs> over. would uh, one all really have changed much nah, in the no, league table anyway? So just delays so. Chelsea winning it for a mm. bit. They've got they need three more wins, don't they? I think two more, two more, mm-hmm. and, they'll, and they'll, they'll get, get that. both of them at the Emirates. They probably the will, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and they'll they'll make off with Alexis Sanchez as well. No one notice, and somehow that'll be legally binding. <laughs> um, oh, what about this, eh? Former Manchester United star Eric Cantona mm. has denied that he's been in a pornographic film. I've seen it. Yeah, did you? I saw the, I saw the scene. Okay, yeah, he played. When I first saw this, it says Cantona denies he's in a pornographic film, and I just had visions of him being interviewed about something completely different. I've not been in a porno. <laughs> what, I, <laughs> have you been in a porno? Well, I just said I hadn't. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> Why are you, you bringing a porno? <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, but that, that's not the reason. He's, he, he plays a character called The Stud in the French film You and the Night. I think, like, the, the reporting around this is so childish. <laughs> it really it's so, is. so, like, deliberately ignorant. <laughs> oh, it's got boobs in it. It yeah. must be porn. That oh. said, not. Oh, they just say it's art. It's not art. That said... It's in the football I've, anvil. I've, <laughs> seen, I've seen the scene. Uh, I'm not really sure what's happening, because I presume it's in French. And uh, he, he he enters the scene. There's a couple of people. There's, a, ma- there's, a, there's a man who's <laughs> dressed as... the scene. There's man I'm a, no better than them, it turns out. <laughs> is the scene friends with the stud? There's a man... Let him finish, Louis. There's a man, he's dressed in kind of, like, almost farmer's 
gear kind of thing on, on a farmer on a day off kind of gear uh, and there's a there's a there's a sexy young man there's a sexy young man who's dressed as like a maid like a little makeup on and stuff like a kind of like a, a, a trans um, transvestite Are kind you of in this jobby film? Uh, and Eric Cantona gets his penis out he and and the the the, the male maid starts stroking it well, I never. But apparently, oh, wow. it's a, apparently, it's a stunt penis. It's a lovely piece of work, but apparently, I've, I've, I've read up on it. Film or the penis? <laughs> I've read up on it, and it's a stunt. It's a stunt penis. Right. So it's a lovely piece of work. Is that prosthetic <laughs> or just, is that someone's job? A prosthetic. <laughs> it's stunt penis. Uh, I don't know. I think in porn, stunt penis is a man who just finishes a job where other the man men failed can't his exams. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> 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 and more than people who would be flying colours. Well, critics have described the film as a superb artistic orgy, if anyone's interested. <laughs> Cantona said it's just a piece of art. Sounds a bit. Uh, it's just a bit of fun. It's just banter. Um, <laughs> it's beautiful. You should see it. It's like oh, a penis. Yeah, I was yeah, about to say. <laughs> Is that but, mine? But imagine it's if he, but imagine if he sort of came in like this dressing room like, during a match and did that. A man just came in and started stroking Eric Cantona's penis. <laughs> That would be a psycho, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's I'd do it in the yeah. tunnel in front of the, everybody else. Mm. That's one for After Effects. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or for Danny Baker's next video. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so uh, well done, well done, Chelsea. Well done, Newcastle United fans, the ones who uh, stage, stage the boycott, Pete. It's good, wasn't it? Thousands you, of them. You didn't go. I didn't go. Congratulations. Yeah. We didn't go as well. We were, I, I didn't go. Thanks, no. Solidarity, Jim. We're, we're all weird Newcastle. season ticket holders. I went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there were suggestions, that, well, not suggestions, the official attendance was around 47,000, but season ticket holders were automatically included. So guesstimates suggest it was more like 40,000. Yeah, and then... Which, which and then, sounds and then, a lot. And then 10 up on the day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Th- that 47 is still higher than every other attendance that weekend. Yeah, I, think, I think even <laughs> yeah. the 40 was. So yeah. even, <laughs> even with those, those estimates, um, it's still, uh, it's, it hasn't quite worked. But it was still, there were still swathes of empty uh, seats in the crowd. So they, they, they seemed a lot. The message would have got across it, at least, but Ashley's not going to listen to it. People, people are talking about it, you know, it's getting reported on the television. Yeah. That's, all, that's all you need. Yeah. Did yeah. the Sunderland plane... Distract oh yeah, from. that was weird. That was I, I didn't see that coming. I saw it go, and I was like, oh, really? yeah. A, a plane flew over, saying five in a row. Sunderland, so the Sunderland mm. fans had uh, done the old. They, yeah, in case done, you didn't work that. Done out. the old David Moyes banner, guys. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Well, it's, it's weird that them doing that, considering that they're not safe from relegation. No, yeah, and, 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 they're, and they're scared of you know flying machines. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I've not. Are you going to call them pit yakers again? <laughs> pit yakers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you see that um, Tory idiot in Kent flies? You're going to have to be way more specific. <laughs> <than that. laughs> he flew a plane over in uh, in was it in Thanet in Kent, saying no, in Farages, heart taxes, yeah. heart debt, vote Labour, but no one could make out the heart and the rest of it. So he inadvertently vote Labour. Brilliant. I used taxpayers' money for that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I used um, Conservative Party funds for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's going on my expenses. <laughs> <laughs> so at one point during the Newcastle game, which I think is a beautiful metaphor for their season, mm. Jack Colback was running around with a plastic bag on his foot. <laughs> don't know if it was a sports direct plastic bag. but I just love how Jack Colback's going to win Player of the Season just by default because he's the only one who seems to Big give a shit tried. still. Yeah. He just, he's, like, he's, he's genuinely angry about the situation. Nobody yeah. else has gone, his don't, don't worry about red. it. It's just <laughs> the fury coursing through him. But what's that? That's six Premier League defeats in a row, yes. which is uh, was only equaled by Alan Pardew this time last season. So yeah. The opposite to a run he went on this season. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little with a different club. Yeah. Strange, isn't it? Newcastle, though, they've got to 
watch them. So I mean, well, that's the, that's the thing. Well, that if we were genu- if we were genuinely kind of like might in- go down, I'd be think I'd be a little bit more worried, a little bit more, almost a little bit excited. I know what you mean, but you're in. Th- there's th- something to play for. But 35 is. It's usually enough. I mean, they're, they're seven points. You got Swansea. You got, it. but then you got Leicester. You your got relegation <laughs> battle isn't as no, bad as it could be. I, ju- I just, I would like. If only we were down there. I'd like them to finish four, fourth, uh, bottom. I'd like them to finish, you know, just outside. I yeah. think just, uh, it would just be <laughs> something to achieve. At just least. something to go. With Sunderland just well, below just, you, right? Just to get, just to take as much money out of the club as possible. So every yeah. place up, you get more money with the TV money in the, in the Premier League. Uh, I, reckon, money. I reckon if you went down, that would solve the issue. I think he'd sell up. He wouldn't. He didn't last time. No, he didn't. Um, yeah. he, 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 he needs to be a Premier League I reckon it's worth trying him again. He's all, he, he doesn't. He doesn't care how the season goes at all, does he? Just as long as they stay up there. He cares that they stay in the league. Yeah. But, yeah, of course, but they, they, they stay in the league. But he's got no ambition to take them higher than mid-table. That'd but not, but not even not even commercially. People talk about you know the, the bottom line. They're, they're really healthy. So the Swiss Ramble who do some great kind of he's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, expat mm. Brit living in, in Switzerland. He, he does some really good stuff on the, the on the intricacies that come out of the football ramble. <laughs> 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 yeah. The financial uh, the financial kind of uh, work uh, that goes behind the scenes <laughs> and stuff. And he sort of said that Newcastle aren't anywhere near a, 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 a decent profitable kind of concern. If you take away the player um, sales, right? They're, they're, they're not that commercially um, marketable and stuff like well, that, and, and, and well, they don't make that much money. They're not going to be unless they do something on the pitch, because you, you, mm. you know, with the way the Premier League is now, you're trying to win over fans from all over the world, and like it might be that you only get a small, small amount in each place, but the Premier League's so popular everywhere that adds up. So mm. if the football's shit, then you're not getting access to that. But it's a great shame because they've got such a loyal and big supportership. Yeah, up there. Well, you just look at like the amount of people. And a big stadium. Just sort of say, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm still going to go. I paid for the ticket. I'm still going. I'm still going to go. Yeah. And you know, as you said, forty thousand still beating a lot of people, uh, a lot of bums on seats elsewhere in the in the Premier League. It's uh, ugh. The, uh, it's a real shrimp population of me. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, what about Spurs, eh? Harry Kane. Yeah. First uh, time since Gary Lineker that a Spurs striker has bagged 30 or more in a season. Yeah. That's mad, that, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, well, they've had. Klinsman, yeah. Berbatov, Defoe, Keane, Cherry. Rebrov, Stefan Everson. <laughs> well, they were good players. I mean, Rebrov obviously didn't. Mido. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adebayor. Adebayor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, Spurs. If, if consolidate what they have in the summer, yeah, and, and obviously build for next season. So, yeah, it's a functional win for them. Um, Newcastle didn't really work them too hard, did they? My goodness, nothing really. What about Tim Kroll? Not going through a particularly rich vein of form. Yeah, no, he made a few good stops. But yeah, but then there's the free kick just bounced in front of him. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. <sighs> yeah, actually, <laughs> that, that very much cancelled those out, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, yeah, but Newcastle just look like they're not trying, don't they? They, that they must look, be the they most look, frustrating. They, they look thing. like they they look slow um, in the going forward and defending. There was a bit where Mike, Mike Wilson Williamson got turned by, I think it was Kane. Like he just walked through him. But this and like, Williamson's not a small guy. We just don't look um, physically able to deal with the Premier League. And these yeah. are players that have played the Premier League I for five years. I don't think there's a player in the Premier League um, <laughs> who is more like a football manager regen. That's come to life than Mike Williamson. Mike Williamson, just, yeah, and he's got a very really generic name as well, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he's Robbie Elliott. He's yeah, Robbie yeah, Elliott. Totally. He's um, I'm trying to think of other kind of like kind of crappy. There's enough of them centre backs for Newcastle. I don't know. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, shall we move on? Yeah, let's let's Go perk on. things up with a Leicester City win. They beat Swansea yeah, two 0 They're on a roll. Another valuable win for them. Um, three league wins in a row for Pearson's boys. Yeah, which is incredibly impressive, and and at such a crucial time. They've got an okay run in as well. Yeah, they're off the bottom. They've got Burnley coming up soon. I mean, it's the Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle, <laughs> so there you yeah. go. There's another win. 
they're safe <laughs> with their 35. So. Well, I, well, actually, if, if Leicester win that one, they'll be on 31. Newcastle will be on 35. Although on Newcastle win. I think New, I think that's in two weeks' time. Yeah, Swansea next, next match for Newcastle. Pete, on the Newcastle um, official calendars, uh, like the month months from basically March to May, just like players' holiday snaps. <laughs> There's nothing there. <laughs> um, just recipes. <laughs> do you think Leicester will do it? I th- I think because they, they were doomed the a few weeks ago. There. They've done a hard. I think they're the most likely. They come from well, Burnley are in sort of free fall, aren't they? So you sort of think that Burnley, they just don't score enough, mm. do they? And that's you know it's always going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed. I, obviously, you don't want anybody to go down unless you've got a particular beef with a, with a certain club. But um, but you don't want to see the three promoted sides go straight no, back absolutely. down. Absolutely, mm. I, th- I think Sunderland are probably the most likely to get hauled into that. Mm. Regardless of what what their planes might tell you, or when Avocat comes out and just says, Pff. "Yeah, <laughs> basically, what are you you do? Just think even I don't know what to do with this." Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm okay because I won't be here. <laughs> come, yeah. come next season, <laughs> got a nice scarf. Yeah, he, he probably thinks that John O'Shea and Wes Brown are winding him up when they say they play for Man United. <laughs> <laughs> this is this weird joke they keep doing. Oh dear. Um, uh, what about Palace? Eh? Now this was um, this was the strangest result of the weekend because mm. they lost at home to, to West Brom two 0 Pardew said it was a case of an old manager coming back and knowing there were a couple of weak areas in the team and exploiting them. Yeah, and Tony Pulis said that that was complete bollocks. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's let's be honest, it is. Yeah. That is Pardew deflecting uh, yeah, but a poor it, result. I mean, so badly, though. Yeah. Like, yeah deflecting my, it into his own net. <laughs> my, my timeline was quite quiet this weekend. I wasn't hey! <laughs> Been yeah. waiting for weeks for him to lose a match. I was going to say, the real winner out of that match was Pete Donaldson. <laughs> mm. Was at Pete Donaldson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Craig Garner did a brilliant thing after the match, though, didn't he? We, we, we just got, did a brilliant earlier. thing on, in oh, the oh, match. That goal was absolutely fantastic. He can it? hit the odd one, can't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he made reference to that, actually, he how he, you know, he, he's, he's got the range but doesn't feel... He's um, he scored enough of those goals, and after the match, he said, "Yeah, we're really delighted because we, we, you know, we've been working our, but um, we're working our socks off in training, yeah. just just laughing." He was closer than like that, that to saying bollocks. Yeah, absolutely. But I, of course, he was. Yeah, but I, I love that when you see a bit of a player's actual personality slip out yeah. past the media training. Henrik Larsson <laughs> once said shit, I think, when he was no, being interviewed. Yeah, I know. Shite. It's a Scottish word. <laughs> well, yeah. Shite. That was fucking buzz! Yeah. He didn't sound Swedish at the time. No. Uh, but yeah, I mean, West Brom are now eight points clear of the relegation zone. Yeah, they've been talking about Newcastle being seven points, but is that extra point, Pete? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, take it on the line. If you can just get it, then you're away, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, I think West Brom are probably safe, aren't they? I think they'll be fine. There's yeah. a, that's the thing, though. A lot of teams, like, it's like every season, there's a lot of teams that are worse off than. And, and then teams that yeah they might get sucked in. You know, I think I don't yeah. think they will because there's some absolute dog pops at the bottom of the table. Yeah. And, well, and, as, I said, as you said, Jim Burnley can't score. It's, Hull and Sunderland are the ones that are going to be worried about getting sucked in there, and um, that could certainly happen. That, that's who Leicester have got to be gunning for, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah. It's not about outplaying; it's about outshiting the opposition. Almost, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's, you're the masters of your own doom rather than <laughs> destiny. <laughs> um, uh, right, before we leave the, the, the Premier League, um, I mean, this is indirectly um, linked to, to the Premier League at the moment. Jurgen Klopp mm. leaving uh, Dortmund at the end of the season and talk of him replacing Pellegrini. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's easy to make that link, though, isn't it? It is. I wonder <laughs> if Klopp is the sort of manager that City would go for. Mm. It, I mean, it would be... It's the, the, the thing is with Klopp, he's been at... Uh, the, the way Dortmund is run, and even the atmosphere around the club, and, and their, all their their doings and whatnot, 
is very, very different to mm. all these clubs he's being linked with. You know, I mean, Liverpool might be a better fit than Manchester mm. City, but and the headline writers will be gutted that they can't use Jurgen Kopp. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> for that alone, we want that to happen. But yeah. but if he was to go to say Manchester City, then the, the, as I say, you know, would he? He would take a. It would take a lot of adjusting. Mm. Could be a Jurgen flop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why. I mean, people are really discussing. He's had a stinking season. Like, has, I mean, but, like, but compared I, yeah, to what I mean, they, I, I mean, I don't think that that's necessarily a measure of his ability. It's just mm. uh, he himself said he's leaving Dortmund because he doesn't feel like he can take them any further. Maybe it's just got stagnant. It does happen, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, look at look at Crystal Palace. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. Um, uh, what do you think, Padre could go in? Oh no, Dortmund have already got a new manager, haven't they? <laughs> Thomas Tuchel. It's too shit. I know. Just having you on, <laughs> um, uh, former Mainz manager. Yeah, he was. He's uh, very, high, very highly uh, rated. But uh, Miguel Delaney wrote a good piece about Klopp at, uh, at Dortmund, and it titled it "He's um, you know fell victim of modern football." And actually, Klopp did you know did a great job. They won back to back league titles. Yeah, and one of the league titles they won, they got eighty one points, which was um, a Bundesliga record. That was at the time they got the Champions League final, of course, came yeah. very close. Uh, but. When you're managing a club and people are constantly linked with your big players, yeah. and you're constantly not just linked with them, taking them. well, th- th- that obviously the, the two big ones there mm. were Gertz and Lewandowski. But and even when before th- that, it was Kagawa, Shaheen, like yeah. they, they lost players constantly. Mm. They always had to regenerate, and he, he, got, he got Kagawa back. City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you, you're right, and and not only did he lose them, he lost them to another team in the league. A couple yeah, of those of players. So if you're constantly having to, you know, as Delaney wrote. Regenerate the side, but you can't replace like for like. Yeah, no. you, you can't get, go out and get another Lewandowski because they don't have the riches of, of some of the big clubs. You ha- then have to change your system a little bit here and there, and some t- you're playing reactive all the time, mm. and you're constantly worried: Am I going to lose him? Am I I'll keep hold of him? You can't just get on with the job. And eventually, uh, as as Delaney was making the point, it just takes its toll. Yeah, and the and he did you know seven years there. Just treading water. But I, yeah, but and, just, and he I, said that you know, uh, uh, yeah, Diego Simeone at Atletico Madrid may mm. suffer the same fate. Uh, in of a few course, years absolutely. Time. Yeah, I mean, mm. what's been impressive with both of those managers is being able to manage in that situation. Um, but it's you know, it's no surprise that eventually it's, it's taken its toll like that. Yeah, I, I just remember seeing. I was at um, Wembley for the um, Champions League final, the last one they were in, and it was just like. I just remember thinking we were all there apart from Jim. Mm. Oh yeah, we we're in different parts, weren't we? We'd all, right, we'd all yeah. gone, but we I didn't. Was in so. a pub. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I was in the Adidas Lounge. Yeah, no. <laughs> stinking. Get out. It wasn't stinking. It smelled fantastic in there. If he went to a bigger club, um, with the greatest respect to, to to the club he's leaving, I also thought, well, there'll be a cup final like that every single week. Man City, the knives will be out for him mm. every single week. Yeah, and, and if he doesn't hit the ground running, and he's you know he's quite a charismatic guy, but whether that comes a, across in. In English, I don't know. You know, I, I, I do sort of, uh, I do sort of worry. Yeah. Isn't that the kind of the situation at any big club though, where you've, you've got to handle that pressure? Mm. And that's just if you are a manager with ambition, you, that's just part of it. Yeah, but he created the pressure, if you like, at Dortmund. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He, he, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, it's his own results uh, yeah. brought it on. Sure, but I guess that's the next step. He's a young manager, relatively. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Jim. Talking of young managers, let's go to the Championship. And Eddie mm. Howe's Bournemouth drop points. Oh, they did, didn't they? Oh, man, it's the agonizing. Cherries. It really was. They, they, they were 1-0 down. 
and they got themselves one all. Man sent off, and you thought, oh, blimey. And then Matt Ritchie scored a flipping oh, beauty. He did like a lap of honour afterwards. Well, didn't yeah, and it rightly was one so. Of, one of the best free kicks of the season at yeah. any level. It was absolutely ab- brilliant. Well, it wasn't a free kick, it was a touch to the side. And oh, then yeah, he hit of it. Yeah, so. I know what you mean. Just in case the, the pedants are listening. <laughs> they are. Um, <laughs> they're in the room. Um, but yeah, the, dropping two points, getting yourselves into a position where it's two-one, and then in the ninety-sixth minute conceding such uh, a silly penalty, and then and then dropping those points, they're still second, and they've got Bolton at home and Charlton away to play. Yeah, I mean they you could would, still go up in the in the second automatic place. They could, but the the the, the belief that would give you from going one-nil down and then fighting back and yeah. then winning two-one, you know, Bournemouth fans don't need us to go on and on about this. But I really hope they go up because they're. They've been superb this they season. Have, Eddie yeah. Howe, I think, won the you know the championship manager of the decade. I think in the, in the awards recently. It's, in, it's absolutely incredible what he's done with the resources. There. It really like, is. I mean, some people might say, well, maybe it's a little bit too soon for them. But a club the size of Bournemouth, like yeah. it's it's, mm. it's think, never too soon because it's so yeah. unlikely to happen in the first place. They've just got to try and grab that chance. You know, I, I do totally get that too soon, and you want to have a, a, a long plan like Southampton or something like that. But I think nowadays you think go up, take get the money have the fun unfortunately mm. that's the way football is nowadays because there's yeah. such a gap between Championship and, and, and Premier League but Watford are top I think Leeds would probably Leeds, enjoy that yeah indeed they would uh, Watford are top they face Brighton away and, and Sheffield Wednesday at home you know it's Watford's to lose now absolutely um, yeah. but and Watford are in really good form they are well, well Watford and, and Middlesbrough are not <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, Watford and, and Middlesbrough are, are on the ascendancy Middlesbrough Middles- great win at Norwich Middlesbrough does two wins at last um, yeah. in, in, in midweek and, and, and it was Monday wasn't it was it Monday and they played Fri- Norwich on the Friday right okay Norwich on Friday and then yeah, yeah okay so it's just those two matches I mean that, mm. that Norwich is a cup final I mean, they yeah. had to win mm. that one they well then Middles- Middlesbrough got Fulham uh, midweek which was <laughs> three points because <laughs> Fulham are pretty much safe now they've had an absolute yeah. shock they are still on the beach from the McGat regime <laughs> I can't, no, I can't the, believe Martin Yol, right? oh, oh no yeah, I see what you mean yeah. after McGat after, left they yeah. needed like but a sabbatical how, yeah. but how did they not get sucked in how did, like, well the they, they, yeah, they, they nearly did but, um, but yeah so Middlesbrough will play them I mean Norwich's automatic promotion hopes are probably, probably gone now, now yeah, yeah. Um, and they play they Rotherham away and Fulham at home so well, you know two two very winnable games there but I think you know Middlesbrough you'd expect them to win against Fulham and Brighton Derby and Ipswich you'd expect them to hold on to the remaining playoff spots it's a shame for Derby because after yeah. last season you fancied them to go straight mm. up and the way they started the the, the the league campaign but but Norwich and Ipswich could face each other imagine a amazing. playoff final with the, the, old, the old farm Derby as it's known <laughs> uh, tell you what Jim. recently forgot yeah uh, Middlesbrough Middlesbrough's Patrick Bamford won Championship Player of the Season. Yeah. He's been brilliant. He's been excellent. You'd, yeah, want, I mean, you'd want that to be a permanent signing. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing, the hope for him must be that Middlesbrough get promoted. He gets to stay there for another season. Yeah, and, like test himself in the Premier League. Going back to Chelsea from now would be a, a bad move. Well, they could do with another striker. They? they could be. <laughs> yeah. You know, look at what happened to Lukaku in a similar situation. Mm. I know that they're not com- entirely comparable, sure. but sure. he needs to actually play. Yeah, but um, look at going down the other end. You mentioned Fulham, who narrowly won against Blackpool. I mean, Fulham have. They've really, uh, they've they've really used They're up all their luck. One, though, yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, but we're gonna are just about hanging on there. Probably going to be relegated to League One. They reached the playoffs last season. They were decent last season. And Brighton as well has struggled, as you mm. say. They were in the playoffs as well. And Millwall, they look as though they're they're all but gone. It's a funny old one, but uh, it's always entertaining right up until Absolutely. the last minute. Right until will we see a Lee Clark moment like we did last year? <laughs> Not from him specifically, but from. Uh, what was the fallout, Marcus, on that um, the Leeds thing where five six players, players? Yeah, five or six players got pulled out and five but players were signed by um, Chilino. Chilino. What's he's, that about? I think he's on his way back, isn't he? So mm. is, is, is it, is it uh, he's banned 
finishes in April yeah. this month or something. But, and, and then suddenly all these players Six pull out. players pulled out with That's mysterious strange. injury. And, and Redford, Redfern, sorry, is just... Just saying, it's a really sad situation. But, you, but I mean, there's there, there's that there's there's Blackpool as well. You know, the goalkeeper oh. on the play in a in a you know a written on shirt. Do you see that? No. The Blackpool keeper oh, had yeah, to because right. they were so they don't have a kit man, so they had to he had to that's use right. a, a signed yeah, t-shirt. It's not the worst thing. The, the, I mean, I tried carefully around this. The Oysters um, suing that pension mm. for twenty yeah, grand. Blackpool, fa- Blackpool fans yeah. absolutely brilliantly have raised mm. that money between them, but it is it is appalling. Now, okay. there, there is a there is a part of me that says sort of think, well, I, I, you know, libel slander laws are what they are. I, I don't care how old he is. Like, I, I, I genuinely think he's a multi multi. There's part of me that sort of thinks he's brought in the law, and us football fans, you know, we say things th- this and that, and we, we've you know we've clearly gone <laughs> over line several times. Last week's show, for example, <laughs> but you've, you've still you know I think internet users need to. Learn the limits of the law and what they can say and what they can't say. It's a terrible thing that the, the, the club did that. And if I was um, the PR team for, uh, for, mm. for, for for that for that uh, football club, I'd be saying, "Yeah, let's not try and sue our fans." The, the problem is, I think football fans need to learn where the where social media starts and where the law ends. So I, to speak. I can't really yeah. comment on this with any authority because I've not seen the exact wording of what he said. Um, I, I agree with that. It was actionable, but um, it was actionable by a court of law. So well, I think I think we're all in the. But we're both in. We're, we're both in that. This is all a big fucking shame. Yeah, yeah in camp. I mean. That they try to enforce it is the, is the real yeah. problem. It's Weird, the, but just strange. Just a strange move from them. Just, yeah. a, just a strange move from them. Just, just let him off. And he, he had to make a really grovelling apology, I think, on Facebook, or mm. he made some sort of statement about it. And it's just, it's really humiliating for the guy. Yeah, it's really yeah. unfair. It, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, let's move on to League One. Bristol City confirmed as champions. Mm. Me. Yeah, they, it's, they become only the second team to win the third tier. Uh, title of English football and the Football League trophy, the John Spain trophy, was in the same season. Yeah. Well done there. Preston North End let MK Dons back into the race for second, so it'll be a close run thing to see who gets that second automatic promotion place. Uh, in League Two, we have uh, <laughs> Burton Albion. Come on. Yeah. Burton Albion beating Morgan Guarantee promotion. Yeah. JFA. First time in the history that they'll be uh, in, in, in League One. He's done a great job. They're real family run, run club. Uh, Burton Albion, they, they seem like a good bunch. And Shrewsbury are nearly up to friend of the Ramble, um, Murray James, of course, big mm. Shrews fan. So well done to them and to him. I had lunch with Murray in the week. Did you really? He's on good form. Why did you not invite me? Because you're uh, me. I, I didn't think. I just yeah. didn't think, guys. That's your trouble, mate. Uh, I had uh, Blackwood uh, and Spring Rolls. Yeah. Murray's blamed this in this as well. It's <laughs> your fault. <laughs> uh, Scottish Cup. Oh, the Hibs. Can I, can I give Bromley a shout out? Bromley for winning the Conference South. Yeah, of course you can. So now they're in uh, the Conference. Yeah. Imagine Bromley in the league. That'd be mad, what? wouldn't it? That'd Would be it? in the FL seventy two. Oh yeah, Bromley. Mm, good they old play Bromley. in Hayes, I think, in South London. Um, uh, yeah, Scottish Cup. Oh, the Hibs. They should have at least scored against. No, I genuinely felt sorry for them. Mm. I mean, it's great for Falkirk. Yeah, but Hibs absolutely <laughs> battered Falkirk. Like just, re- it just. Ludicrously so, and then when you see that Inverness Cali got through, <laughs> yeah. you think, "Oh, what an opportunity!" Yeah, but it's a great opportunity for Falkirk, Jim. Yeah, of course. You know, there's I, winners and losers. I listened, I listened to these on the radio, and it was kind of like you could tell how much it meant to everyone. Like it was oh such a, goodness. it was such a. There was no kind of comments about you know, does the FA Cup mean anything? And it just everyone just gone effing mental. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. It's great. Especially the uh, Inverness uh, Celtic man. Yeah. Well, there, yeah. We I mean, old big Yogi Hughes in charge of Inverness was a former Celtic player. <laughs> Did no struggle celebrating <laughs> against his former side. <laughs> he was going batshit. I bet he was. Uh, that, the, 
the very famous headline: "Super Cali Go Ballistic yeah, Celtic were atrocious." Has been doing the rounds again, and even in the uh, even in the commentary, um, yeah. it was Cali Go Ballistic yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Just> brilliant. <laughs> but they've had a great season. Uh, old Cali. I mean, uh, but Celtic were very unhappy with the referee, and rightly so. Mm. Yeah, they I were, mean, they sh- <laughs> it was such a clear penalty. My goodness! Going. And the, the official behind the goal—it yeah. was right in front of him. If anyone didn't <laughs> see it, which I imagine is about ninety-nine percent of you, <laughs> it was a very, very clear handball in the box. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a bit of a strange one, but yeah, Craig Gordon was sent off for Celtic yeah. in goal, which is well, it was a crucial moment. Of yeah, course, it was. because and rightly so, with right. eleven men, surely with Celtic would have won that game. But, you know, as we said earlier, the, the decisions change games. And that's a breaking fact on the football ramble. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I love that Wirral... Uh, Wirral, sorry, no, Raven got the winner. He's from um, the Wirral, rather. Balding and grey. Looks about 40, if yeah. you don't mind me saying. I, I, to the point of I looked up his age, I thought, how old is this guy? He's only 30. But it was nice to see him. Mm. <laughs> Here we come around for you. Up. Yeah, indeed. Because yeah. he definitely listens to this. Um, right, before we go abroad, we're going to go to the Northern Premier League Division 1 North. As is tradition at for this those, stage of the show. For <laughs> those who saw this article will know exactly why that we are going to said division. <laughs> this was the headline. Having sex with supporter in the dugout of a rival club lands <laughs> Clitheroe striker Jason Hart the sack. Mm. I, I mean, it... Yeah, I mean, the, there's so a lot finished of the match. potential, isn't there? <laughs> they'd finished the match. Yes. He he had sex with a lady in romped with a lady romped with a lady yeah. in the two in a dugout, dugout romp in yeah. the dugout. He's a, a semi pro. Oh. It's, it's, it's that was in the article, mate. Well, it's, you know what you did. They know what they did. They know what he they did. He knows what he did. It was in the Evo Stick premiere. Yeah. <laughs> he was filmed on a mobile phone, apparently. Um, I mean, the, that's weird, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. What, what's the story there? Does he know he's being filmed, or is there just some horrible like voyeurism going on as well? He <laughs> he said, "I'm and full." Who of- is this woman? <laughs> well, he, he, he was part of the away team, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, maybe she was attracted to the to the ground because it was Ladies' Day. Oh, <laughs> it was wow. Ladies' Day. Yeah. Spoiled Ladies' Day. <laughs> this was to attract more female supporters to the club. We attracted one at least. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, bloody. But she might go every other week to the to the ground. Right. Yeah, probably not the dugout though. Yeah, I, oh, it's all it's all a shame. It's all just a big it? shame. Again, it's all just a big shame. What I find quite odd about Jason Hart's quote after he said, I, "I'm full of regret. I had a couple of drinks. I was away from any everyone, and I thought I was hidden." In the dugout, you either regret it or you're not. Regretful, is it? I'm sorry that you caught me. I'm so gutted I got caught. Yeah. I always a little bit more visible when the manager's looking for a substitute. Come on. Well, he's he's been fired now. Yeah, poor lad. Poor lad. I don't know. Side. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think it's fair to say he's brought it upon himself. <laughs> yeah. Quickly to Serie A. Um, uh, Inter zero, AC Milan zero. That game had about a thousand disallowed goals. It did. Mexis got away with yeah. one. Oh, and God, yeah. So much so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's, I still find it weird that it's like, oh, the Milan derby's on at the weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no one cares now, do they? <laughs> the world <laughs> used to what, watch like that. Like 8th and ninth or 7th and 8th? 9th and 10th. Oh, terrible. Yeah. They're both terrible. Ah, it's horrible to makes see, me sad. It? It's really weird. Mm. Whereas Juventus, they go from strength to strength. Yeah, but the problem is, um, no one's really stepped up to effectively take the place of the Milan clubs. Like, Roma and Lazio, are, uh, they're battling each other in 2nd yeah. and 3rd, but they're nowhere near Juventus. They're, what, they're about 20 points in front, aren't they? Yeah, not as much as that, but yeah, they have a substantial lead. So... You know, a Ooh. good. Who on earth would chuck away like a 12, 15 point lead, Pete? Who would? I don't know. Who would? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, right then, before we go to Pete's Mystery Voice game, a lovely uh, little update from the 2018 World Cup qualifier. Yes, we, we were all 
fixed in uh, in Euro 2016, but not in uh, other parts of this magnificent world of ours. A few weeks ago, we mentioned that Bhutan had beaten Sri Lanka in the first leg of the, their World Cup qualification. The land of the Thunder Dragon. Wow. Yes. That's on their flag, uh, isn't it? Many people pointed out on Twitter when we mentioned Bhutan that we should, from now on, refer to them as the Bhutan clan, which I <laughs> well, that's think good. is a Lovely. great idea. Yeah, that is nice. Um, well, they beat Sri Lanka over two legs to go through to the next round of games in the Asia pool. Um, now, they have only won five games in their 33-year history of, of the national team. And that win was in their 60th official match. They've not played, comparatively speaking, a lot of games. But this next round of qualifying consists of eight groups of five teams, and the group winners and the four best runners-up advance to the next qualifying phase. Bhutan are in with China, Hong Kong, which is quite weird, isn't it, to think that Hong Kong have a national team? And then it's also crazy that China are in there, such a huge nation. Oh no, they're all in there. So Australia will oh, be okay, in there. See, it's it's eight, eight, eight groups of five. Teams. It's also crazy that like Bhutan. I mean, obviously, I mean they're the Cape Verde of the Indian subcontinent, obviously. Yeah. I mean, for, for ramble purposes, <laughs> but just uh-huh. the fact that it's like they're right next to Bangladesh and yeah. Tibet, and it's like why, like why are they suddenly good at football? Or like good <laughs> enough to yeah? Oh, maybe it's related. Good enough for Marcus Speller to notice. Well, yeah. you know, fellow radar reaches. Far and wide, <laughs> but there's, a, there's only one player. I was reading up on them. There's only one player that plays outside Bhutan. He plays in uh, Thailand, I do believe, and he's. I okay. think he's the only, maybe the only pro. But they're all like under Good twenty. Knowledge, Pete. They're all under twenty. Like yeah. there's, there's one defender that's twenty nine, and there's a couple of sixteen year olds, and they're but, all very, very young. But do you not think it could be a case of now with social media, internet, and all the rest of it that you have a young generation who mm. are inspired? Yeah, I mean, th- but and they've this, got access to well, Messi team, and Ronaldo. And exactly. But well, this team specifically, we spoke about a few weeks ago, and people would have read that they used to get old. Uh, VHS tapes of, of, of games because they couldn't watch the television was banned right so if you think about it in those kind of terms yeah, yeah. but yeah they're in with uh, China, Hong Kong the Maldives and Qatar do they do they do some lovely away trips for them though? <laughs> That's what I like. Mm. Do they do some skills and then they go, oh, this is the Donaldson turn, and they go, no, Christ did that. You just don't know. You've never seen anyone do it. Are yeah. you sending them the uh, the oral videos? The <laughs> Donaldson skills skills. Like trying to do Cape Verde. Second skills. skills. <laughs> yeah, that Definitely. would be that would be sensational. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, well done, the boys uh, from Bhutan. We um, we wish them all the best. Yes, we and them now. It's time for Pete's Mystery Voice Game. It is time for Pete's Mystery Voice Game. We're going to have to be quick because we've kind of overrun a little bit. Right, but uh, this was last week's Noise. Also, Leute, beim Spiel des Bipokalfinale FC Bayern VfB Stuttgart. Elf Meter schießen. Wer gewinnt, das weiß noch nicht. Thank you very much to uh, Ilum Sphere uh, on uh, on Twitter, mm. a friend of the Ramble and uh, an incredibly talented gentleman. He uh, he uh, gave me the idea for this fella. Ah. So, so I, I think this is the first time this season I've used someone's uh, suggestion. Yeah, you're like right. slipping back into Pete's game territory. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. yep. <laughs> so that was uh, so that was last week's, and uh, yeah, quite a few of you got it right. Well done, everyone. Um, it was uh, Giovanni Elba. Oh, nice. Oh. Uh, Ryan Hun uh, was the winner. He got it uh, first. Uh, he was a pundit on German TV doing during the World Cup. So yeah, he says <laughs> it sounds tired. Uh, Adam Svensson also got it right. Brendan Bait, Gunnar Lemmerman, uh, N. Jones, uh, Lawrence Merkel, Steph one seven zero. I'm not going to read your Yahoo uh, account out there. Sorry, uh, Henrik Saltstein, uh, Spanish Dubliner, Daniel Straub, uh, Tarek Samiri, Fabian Moser, and uh, Stefan Augsburg. Augsburg, sorry. Mm. Not Alskenberg. Merkel in there. Mm. Good <laughs> yeah. job. Uh, and this is this week's uh, voice. Hello. Good morning. Welcome to FFHV. I wish all the best for Australian World Cup, and I hope they have a good time in Brazil. If you know who that is, voice at thefootballramble dot com. Get involved. Mm. And uh, in the absence of Luke, Pete, what's going on 
on the website. Oh, yes. Uh, we've had an update um, about the website regarding uh, the wonderful Kelly Wells. Uh, what's her title again? The Always Excellent the Kelly Wells. The Always Excellent uh, Kelly Wells. Let me just get this... Uh, let me just get the Luke up. The Luke? The list the Luke list up. <laughs> the list that Luke usually reads out. Uh, on the website this week, Kelly was compelled to offer football's apologies to the Sugar Hill Gang after Jimmy Redknapp and John Barnes uh, murdered Rapper's Delight. That said, I did see that clip and John Barnes, he's got some. He's got a really good impression down of... Oh, we know Barnes has got the uh, yeah, got the no, but, but yeah, but that was his own. That was in, in his own voice. Oh, okay, right. The the, the impression was quite good. Oh. Redknapps was terrible. Uh, Considered the possibility that uh, David Luiz might have preferred Luis Suarez to bite him than nutmeg him, nutmeg him twice. <laughs> uh, put forward the controversial theory that uh, Azaris Guzman, Guzman uh, might have had a point when comparing Sepp Blatter to Winston Churchill, and we also offered support to Telegraphs uh, to the Telegraphs Ben Bloom, who turned up the Borussia Dortmund presser only to find out he couldn't speak German. That's Fascinating br- story. Yeah. I was torn to somebody from the Telegraph this weekend, and it wasn't a setup. He genuinely just went down there thinking that he'd be able to report on it, and forgetting that, uh, of course, the uh, you know the uh, he had a couple of important. he had a couple of date offers and stuff, a marriage betro- proposal, I think, as well. Wow, that's lovely that. Added a couple of thousand followers on, on his Twitter, so well Imagine that, if he meets yeah. his future wife yeah. because of this. That'd be brilliant. Mm. Wish I got me a future wife would be bad at my job. <laughs> still time. Still, still time. time. Still time. Um, uh, speaking of uh, time, it's now time for the highlights of the week with um, Jim oh, Campbell. Wow, amazing. Yeah, no. I'm obviously We're feeling a bit tired, Jim. this week. We are a bit tired. tired <laughs> so. My tummy hurts. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I'm going to start with Kyle Hedges. Uh, uh, Kyle's gone for Louis van Gaal hitting new heights of anger even after watching his side's best game in the world. Hashtag angry thumbhead. <laughs> um, this is simply from John, who has said, Villa having a chance to win the FA Cup for the first time since 58 and finding out Grealish's great-great-granddad played in Aston Villa's first FA Cup. Get so, on that. Yes, yeah, I haven't yes. checked that that's a real fact. Well, we'll take um, it. I've heard that fact. Have you? Yeah, that's brilliant. I've heard it. Uh, this is from David Styles, and this is this is frankly wonderful. My Man United supporting friend realising that Rooney's goal didn't actually go in after 20 minutes. The look on his face. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and Stephen Williams says, Leeds fans at 1-0 chanting, uh, who needs the Italians? Charlton fans at 2-1, you need the Italians. Nice. Brilliant. Um, and uh, this, is, this is great as well. This is from Alan Donald. Liverpool Sunday evening tweet informing followers that their FA Cup final ticket details would be announced on Monday. Oh, oh no. Just, yeah, cancel that scheduled tweet, probably. Um, so this is from Matthew Green. Doncaster Rovers highlights from the game against Fleetwood, which shows oh, kickoff yeah. and the final whistle and nothing else that's been doing yeah. the rounds. That's yeah. really funny. And, um, okay, just, just two more here. We've got Nicholas Bentner. This is from uh, Nikolai Steenmoller. Nicholas Bentner missing... W- Nicholas Bentner missing Wolfsburg's Saturday training by an hour because he thought it was Sunday. And uh, Cody Edrington uh, is going to round this up by saying, at my Sunday league game, our goalkeeper was so hungover, he vomited behind the net, ate a cracker, and then saved a penalty. Um, wow. So, well done. <laughs> Look at that. What, what heroics. That's class, that is. <laughs> my highlight, the Oberfemi Martins goal. Oh, I've for, not seen I this. think it's Seattle he plays mm. for, is it? He certainly plays in uh, MLS. My goodness, a Burkamp-esque <laughs> turn and finish. Glorious. Did he, did he score an amazing trip a few weeks ago as well? He, did he? I think he did, yeah. Crafted little sausage. <laughs> um, yes, but on uh, Absolute Radio, what we got? Yes, it's a ding-dong derby, Marcus. It's uh, QPR versus West Ham. 3pm, Saturday afternoon. Join, join John Champion and uh, Clark Carlisle in the commentary box once again. Marvellous stuff. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, then the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The uh, Twitter is at Football Ramble, of course. The website where the always excellent Kelly Wells operates is thefootballramble.com. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. It's goodbye from me, Diz. Yes.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 